coming up, we preview week two of the NFL season and also look back at what we saw in week one with Tim Miller. He's finally back after five months away from the podcast. We review our very, very bad football team, the Chicago Bears, what we saw from them, what we see going forward with the franchise. We talk about five week two games. We get into some other stuff, and I also give you the parlay of the week coming up next. Welcome to your best bets. Week two preview coming up here. We got five games to discuss. We'll do a week one. Uh, reaction to what was a pretty good slate of games. Uh, we had a cu- couple down to the wire. Um, I sat on my ass all week or all all day Sunday and watched uh, Red Zone, so I, I saw a lot of these teams play. Um, definitely some huge overreactions, of course, from Week One, and we saw that in, in, in the Week Two lines. Um, with me in person in studio. Uh, Hasn't been here, I guess, in in five months on the podcast. I don't know what happens. Uh, must have had a falling out. But Tim Miller is back finally. Tim, welcome. What's up? <laughs> five months. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I, Contract we, dispute, maybe. Like, I don't know. Like we talk every day, and there's just. I think we tried to make it happen for something else. I think I've declined a couple golfs, uh, golf pods, just because I, I haven't really. I've been on a little bit out of a touch uh, with the. The professional golf stuff going on. Well, you've uh, been playing more golf than watching, and I've I have been, been watching on the course. more. Yeah, the course is my favorite place to be, and I am there quite a bit uh, if I'm playing or just hanging out. Um, so yeah, I I guess during the summer it's kind of hard for me to keep up on all this stuff. And uh, football was another one. I mean, I, they had the TV on in there, and I, I could see some scores once in a while. The Bears weren't on during the afternoon, so I didn't really care. Uh, what was going on in the NFL? Try to catch up a little bit later, uh, and kind of like you said, there's a, a lot of overreactions to things, um, but there was some cool stuff that went on. So, let's talk about the Bears real quick and just get it out of the way. Um, it, it's 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 really interesting where the franchise is right now because we there's a lot of unknown with with Ryan Pace, you know, future of him with the with the organization. A lot of tons of unknowns with Matt Nagy. Um, but now, now I'm looking at individual players where I'm like, I don't, I don't know what the future is with Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson, uh, Allen Robinson. I know Allen Robinson's on a franchise tag this year, but now I'm thinking ahead, like, do you, do you trade a couple of these guys and build, build around Justin Fields, build around David Montgomery, Cole Komet, you know, uh, Roquan Smith, the younger guys. I mean, I, we'll talk about what happened in, in the game against the Rams, but should they just let's say they lose this weekend against the Bengals? I mean, is this a point where no return where you just kind of throw away the season and start start looking at the future? Well, I kind of think in a way, just by starting Andy Dalton on on Sunday evening, it it kind of proved that the season's kind of thrown away because at what point at what point do the Bears have to get to to where they're like, okay, we're zero and three, might as well play this kid now. And, and see what he can do. And then you, you're almost setting him up to fail because you've got a team that's that's only going at it half-hearted. And were the, te- the the Bears a team that could actually start off at 3-0 and or 2-1? and I, I don't 
I don't really know if they're that team right now because defensively they kind of surprised me. I was pretty disappointed with. That's rough. I mean, we knew that the secondary was going to be an issue, um, mm-hmm. and it was an issue right away. And you know, there's I have nothing against Matt Stafford. I always thought he was a solid quarterback. He, he's not a superstar. I mean, the Bears made him look really good, and he just threw. The, he was just chucking balls out there to guys that were wide open. And and I don't know how. Well, he had 150 yards and two throws, and they were like the easiest NFL throws you'll ever have, right? I, yeah, as an yeah, as an NFL quarterback, you're just chucking the ball down there. There's a guy behind the defense, wide open, and just the way that I felt when the the screen moved to that point to where you could see there was nobody. <laughs> I've back never there. seen that much space. You're like, what is going on? Like, there's no way that this team is going to do anything this year. Now, I I have no idea if those were assignments that were missed. I don't. I didn't break anything down. I just know that that it can't happen in in the NFL and. To get back to your original point, like, I kind of feel like it's already there. I kind of feel like the next game, maybe the third third week, that's when Fields is going to start playing maybe a half. And and maybe they had this plan all along. You know, as an NFL team be. and as an organization, you're not going to admit to that going into a season. Like, you know, but as far as trading guys, like, I kind of like the idea, especially a guy like Allen Robinson, like um, – He's not going to be. He's not going to resign next year, anyways. Yeah, is Khalil Mack? Is he? Is he good enough? Is he still causing enough havoc, regardless if he's making every tackle or every sack or you know getting fumbles? Like, is he involved enough to where he disrupts offenses enough that you can really stick him out? You know, I don't, I don't even. Do, know do you remember? Got. Do you remember one impact play? From Sunday night because I don't. I don't remember any impact. I mean, plays. not even any sacks, no pressures. No, I can just remember watching him and how occasionally he would get double teamed, yeah. and so that is giving the opportunity to somebody else to make a play. But aside from getting double teamed once in a while, he didn't do anything that was superstar like, yeah. and that's what he is. He's built to be as this, this defensive superstar, MVP possibility. You know, I just don't think it's there anymore. No, now the Bears killed another player. I think. Well, what we this is his fourth year with the Bears, so I think he's around thirty, thirty-one. So I mean, it's it's quite possible his best days are behind him. But I still think. So I mean, I think he has trade value. Um, I just think you have to start thinking toward the future at, at some point. I saw one good player on defense Sunday night, and that was Roquan Smith, and yeah. he's going to get paid, which they need to pay him. I like Johnson, the cornerback. He's the only guy in the secondary I have any respect for after Sunday night. Eddie Jackson is completely gone. 2018, Eddie Jackson was like... Just trash. I mean, mean, it's been downhill. He can't tackle. I mean, the the tackling was embarrassing. Uh, Offensively, I I, I don't know. (laughs) They weren't going to beat the Rams, but, uh, you know, there's just so... there's this limitation of the offense that didn't it seem like Kyle Orton was back very there much again? like Kyle Orton. I mean, it, it, like, and it like Dalton threw some good passes, but they were all eight yards. There's just no explosive ability to, to their offense. And, and a lot of the NFL these days, you look at the best offensive teams, they have that explosive ability, Arizona, Kansas city, Buffalo, where they can, they can get the ball down the field. They don't have to rely on 15 play drives. Yeah. You know, they have a Tyreek Hill. They have a Stephon Diggs that they can, you know, break the game. Good open. teams can do it both ways, though. You right, know? And, exactly. And I think it, I think with a little bit more dynamic offense and explosive wide receivers, downhill shots or downfield shots, and then a quarterback that could 
potentially run the ball and, and be mobile, throw on the run. I think that helps. All, all of those things. And you got a running back that could carry the ball 20 times and get you around 100 yards. Like you, you do have some pieces there. I don't think it's the pieces as much as it's the – it's the Matt Nagy. It's Matt Nagy. It's just I, it, this guy was came in as like this guy who was so going to. He's an offensive fucking yes, guru, is right? He? No, I mean he's, he's not. He's not a guru at he, all. He might be a decent head coach, but he should not be calling the plays. No, ever. I, I thought they took that away from him this year. That was last year. Oh, and, he's back, and he's calling the plays again. <laughs> well, see, that's news to me. So I, so, I must have read that wrong. I mean, somewhere. there's enough evidence now. Four years in this system where his, his teams never score points. They always get off to a slow start. They're always behind early. There's no explosive ability to the offense. Yeah, they're missing guys like Tariq Cohen, whatever. I mean, it shouldn't matter. They, 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 have, enough, they have enough speed on offense now with Mooney and, and Goodwin they brought him in, and Montgomery's a really solid player. Allen Robinson's still a top 15 receiver. I think, like you said, the pieces are fine. It's it's the offensive scheme. It's just yeah. bad. And, and, you know, there might be some headaches and growing pains with Justin Fields, but what's it going to hurt at this point? He might as well let the kid play. No, I think I think it, I think he can open up a part of the offense that is untapped with his athletic ability. And, uh, you know, like we said, they're not going anywhere this year. Play him as soon as, as – you know, I'm hoping it goes sideways for the first half against the Bengals and maybe they bring him in at, at halftime. I don't know. Well, at well, what point is, is Pace – and, and, and Nagy in trouble with their jobs, though. I mean, it gets to a point to where, as an organization, you can't continue to, to put faith in these guys because nothing's changing. This team comes out year after year, the same team, and they seem to make the same mistakes. And now they've finally done something right in the draft where they've got what seems to be a quarterback that is this day and age type of NFL quarterback, Some a kid that can can see the field, he can he can make plays with his legs or, or his arm, and... It might, know, be, you, it might be Pat Mahomes they're sitting on, and they're not playing. I mean, it might be. It could be. That's the thing. Or Josh yeah. Allen. I mean, whatever. Yeah, Josh Allen's a good one. <laughs> but, I mean, any of those they're, guys they're, that are... But they're putting out Andy Dalton, who we've seen 10 years in the league. We know what he is. Yeah, there was no surprise to what they were going to do that night. I I guess I don't, I don't know enough background on Andy Dalton to know that he can't throw the ball past 12 yards, though. <laughs> like, I didn't know that was part of it. And that's terrible. I mean, it's it's limiting so much of your offense because you can't. You're, it's predictable, and it and it and the defense they can they can kind of lay back in a zone. And I mean, he threw that interception on the first drive, and you knew it was coming. At least I did. Like you could just kind of feel it, and it was just this a bad ball. And you're like, why is he, why is he starting over this rookie? Because I don't know if the rookie throws that ball or not. You know, it. The best part is, you know, they they. They, Montgomery with the huge run, they get down there, and you're like, okay, if they score, you know, this is a great start. We'll see what happens. And as soon as they throw the, in, the interception, I think I texted you. I said, I said the game is over. Honestly, yeah. you you know the result now. It's, yeah. They're not going to win this game. They had to score there. I mean, it sounds crazy. And I think by losing that game almost guarantees them a losing record on the season because they're just not a good enough There's, team for their schedule. Yeah, their schedule I mean, it's tough. It's tough. It could go really off the rails here. And maybe again, maybe that's what we need. I, I don't know, to, to just blow the thing up and truly start over and build around fields and, and potentially a new head coach. I I'm think, so I think, sick I think, of waiting for I this. Think, I mean, I think we, Maggie's definitely on the hot seat. I think he could like, be the first coach fired. This is like a every three or four year thing for us. And it's like we've had this conversation <laughs> for like most of my life. And 
just one time, you know, like I just want one time for us to be able to bring a, a team and, and start the season with like, this might be the year. Do we ever feel like, I've not, I haven't felt like that. I haven't felt like that the Super Bowl year. No. You know, when the no. defense was good, you kind of knew they had a chance, but it's been a long time since I've had any confidence. And I've really, it's been a long time since I've really enjoyed watching the Bears. It's just 20, 2018 was fun, but, uh, you know, with, with Nagy's first year. But even then, that defense was carrying that team, and he knew there was limitations on how far they could go. But unfortunately, since then, it's just been it's been downhill, and there's you just lose confidence in the coaching staff. You lose confidence in the front office. They got the fields thing right, but it feels like everything else is wrong. And they're still kind of getting it wrong. They got it right, and they're wrong. still getting it wrong. Yeah. Uh, what else from week one, from from what you have written down or saw? I have some thoughts on, on some some teams, some players. Well, I can I can tell you, I walked in the clubhouse and I saw that Cleveland was really giving it to Kansas City. And I was like, this is interesting here. You know, this is, uh, did not see this coming. And I stuck around a little bit, got home, and I uh, saw the end of the game. And I was like, this is this is more like it. This is more like what I expected. But yeah, I, I think it's interesting because uh, with what it looked like Cleveland did, you know, for most of that game could be the recipe of, of, of beating that team. And maybe they're just not quite as good yeah. Uh, as they have been. Um, I, I, yeah, real quick, I, I Cleveland looked good. And Chubb looked really good running the ball, and, and Baker did for a long time, and then he, he made a mistake in the fourth quarter. But um, Kansas City just hangs around, and then you know they get a 75-yard bomb to Hill, and and then the game changes. <laughs> it's it's amazing how they can do that. It's it's like an on-and-off switch. But I still think Cleveland's going to win the, the AFC North. I think they're going to be a decent challenger to um you know to kansas city and buffalo uh for me arizona um you know before we came on i said you know kyler looked like the best player in the league sunday and well, you know uh, that i like kyler and last year first half of the season he was he was the same guy i think he got banged up the second yeah. half and then you know cliff kingsbury kind of you know took over and did some some questionable things but i gotta i i gotta say maybe i was wrong about him Potentially, um, but Kyler is like a video game back there. You remember like the early 2000s playing with Mike Vick on Madden? <laughs> yes. You just run around and nobody could touch him, and then he'd, he'd just throw a bomb. He, I mean, he did that uh, on a, a play Sunday against Tennessee, and Tennessee's not that great defensively, but he just made it look so easy. And so, I, yeah, I think the, he's got a really strong arm, and for a guy that's not very big, really similar to Vick. I mean, he's just really not very big, really fast. So he's got he's so dangerous with his legs, but he's got such a strong arm that he he can still get. So guys like that, if they just stay healthy, they can have a really good NFL career, and and they might have something out there in Arizona. I don't think I'm fully on the bandwagon as as much as a lot of people are. I think, I mean, we'll talk about their game later uh, this week, but I, I think they they've got a pretty good team out there. Right they got now. a lot of weapons too: Hopkins and uh, Christian Kirk, and then they they drafted the kid from Purdue. Moore. he's He's really good. So Kyler went from plus eighteen hundred for MVP up to plus one thousand, wow. um, just in week after week one. So he's only behind Mahomes and your guy Stafford. Um, Stafford. I actually did bet Stafford for MVP preseason. Really? Uh, just because of how good I think the Rams are going to be. I think they're going to win the West. 
think they might be the one seed in the NFC, and I think he's going to throw for like forty touchdowns. I mean, they have some weapons out there. It's well, I just and I think it's McV- the McVay system. I mean, I do think yeah. it sets up well. I don't know if he's like he's not a Mahomes level guy, but I just think he's got a big year. It, it all lines up where I think he could win the MVP. But Kyler made a big jump um, uh, in in that game Sunday. Um, uh, any other game that I saw, I mean, there was a lot of it was kind of what I expected. Um, you know, go back to the Thursday night game. It might have been the game of the week, though, the the Bucks and the Cowboys. Um, we'll talk about the Cowboys Chargers coming up. But the Cowboys, Dak looked back. He looked really mm-hmm. good. Um, and Brady, I mean, this, this is kind of getting stupid, <laughs> isn't it? Like, how much? Yeah. I mean, what, he's 44. Like, are we going to be talking about this when he's like 46, 47? I mean, it's doesn't like, seem like uh, <laughs> it's, there's he, no he's slowing down. down. I mean, he, he seems. I, I don't know when that happens, and I don't I don't know if he'll if he'll quit when he, when he's ahead or if he'll just keep doing it. It's it'd be hard to retire if you could still keep winning shit. Well, I guess what's yeah? Why would you at this point? I yeah. mean, you, if you stay healthy and you keep winning games and it's not killing you, I I I keep playing. I mean, same age as me, and he's playing in the NFL still. Still, I mean, it seems like he's been in the league. At this point, for like, you know, forty years, it's like he's like since I've been alive, he's been in the NFL. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's most of my adult life. I mean, he just, I guess, all of it. Like, I was fifteen, so yeah, it's 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 almost not talked about enough, really. Um, (laughs) The level he's still playing at. Uh, Do you see Drew Brees' hair? I no, I don't like. I don't really like Drew Brees that much. Well, I know you don't, but I just didn't know if you saw his new hair. I did not. Uh, so Where would went, I have seen that? Is he on TV now? Yeah, he's on the NBC Sunday Night Crew. Well, Thursday Night Sunday Night Crew. So he's on the preview show with oh, uh, with uh, Dungy, Dungy and, and I guess it's Tariko. Oh, is it Tariko? Yeah. No, uh, I didn't see. So yeah, that. he got he got hair plugs or something. Oh, brand new hair. I mean, it was all so it's like an Erlac. It was. Well, yeah, I mean, well, Erlacher went from like me to like like full head of hair. Uh, Breeze had some, but yeah, it was it was pretty well discussed on Twitter Thursday night. I did um, not see. Yeah, you gotta check that out. Yeah, you know what you think. But um, my other take was um, Justin Herbert, who we'll talk about. I, I think he, uh, besides Mahomes, he might be the guy that maybe Kyler as well. But I, I think he's like awesome and uh gets a really good defense against washington probably top five defense he just tore him up um so i would really like the chargers uh, going forward um i did pick washington i had a pretty decent bet on them so they kind of burned me but um so let's get to some of the games here um let's start let's let's just start there cowboys chargers uh this game is out in la um so I don't know if you saw today, but the Cowboys just lost their best defensive player, Demarcus Lawrence, um, broke his foot, so he's out six to eight weeks. Did not see that. Yep. They also had their um, one of their offensive linemen, uh, L. Collins, got suspended for five games. Michael Gallup, third wide receiver, he's out for the season. He's on IR. Second best pass rusher, Randy Gregory, is out for COVID. So this team just at mm. post. Tampa game suffered. I mean, the, the Lawrence thing is a real big deal. We saw how bad they were on defense against the Bucs. You got another offensive juggernaut against the Chargers. Um, this game is going off at uh, the Chargers are favored by, 
Plus I saw it was three. I had three and a half. So it's three and a half now, yep. And over-under is a massive number, 55. Uh, thoughts from you? It's a good uh, quarterback matchup after what we, you know, Dak looks really good. Like, I was really surprised, uh, honestly. Like, he, he looks like the old Dak. So yeah. it, it's going to be fun to watch. I think it I think it could potentially be a shootout if uh, if the Cowboys can continue to, to, to get the ball up and down the field because I think the Chargers are going to. I think they have a lot of weapons. I think they will. Yeah. They will put up some points. Um, you said it's fifty-five. Fifty-five. Yeah, I think I'd go over that. No, that game could be in the thirties. I mean, you got to like the chances of of a high twenty, low thirty game, and both teams, like you said, I think are going to score. You have to count on that. Um, Dallas has, I mean, ridiculous weapons. I mean, Zeke didn't even play that well um, against the Bucks, but. Um, CD Lamb is really good. Uh, Mari Cooper is really good. I mean, it sucks that they lost Gallup, but I, I don't think it's going to slow him down that much. And Dak, yeah, he was. I mean, I couldn't believe how good he looked. Um, he looked better than he ever has. Um, yeah, maybe actually um, a lot smarter. It seemed making good decisions. Yeah, um, I think yeah. both their defenses have a lot of talent. Uh, sounds like there's some injuries and some issues um, on the Cowboys side of things, but. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's going to come down to offense in this game. I, I think the I'd go over and I, I I do like the Chargers. I think they'll cover. I think I think they're the better team. I think they have a lot more weapons and uh, this Herbert guy is is pretty fun to watch. So, so you like them minus three and a half? I do. And the over. Yes, I do too. Um, I would prefer the I would prefer if it was three, but uh, I, I think based on a couple of these these. Dallas players that are out, especially the Lawrence injury, and um, I just think the Chargers are better suited on both sides of the ball. I think they have a lot of defensive talent. They got Bosa, who's going to be rushing the passer. Um, German James in the uh, you know the defensive you know backfield for the Chargers. So I would I would lay the three and a half as well. I'm 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 a little less hesitant, a little more hesitant than you about the fifty five. That's a big number, um, but I, I do like the three and a half, and uh, I don't have. The props, but I would take Austin Eckler to score, um, running back for the Chargers. Um, I, I don't see the, the Cowboys slowing him down. I would probably take his over on maybe combined uh, rushing receiving yards as well. So I'm at the post those later in the week. So both on the Chargers there. Um, Vikings Cardinals. The Vikings looked awful, and um, you know I was watching some of that game on Red Zone, and and the Bengals aren't good. Uh, they're not good, and I was really confused because I, I just I just figured you know they'd roll in there and Dalvin Cook would roll for like one fifty, mm-hmm. a couple touchdowns. You know, a lot of the Vikings defense that was hurt last year, they're back, but they just didn't seem to. I don't know, they didn't seem to have it. Um, and then the, we already talked about the Cardinals, probably the most impressive win in Week One um, at Tennessee. I mean, they just blew them out and uh, made Tennessee look kind of silly. Um, so this game is going off at Cardinals favored by has had all these up three and a half um, over under at fifty and a half. Um, Cardinals are seven and nineteen against the spread in their last twenty six home games as a favorite. That's a very specific stat. Very but, specific. But yeah. it's it's not some it's not a position they're they're accustomed to being in as as a home favorite. Um, 
what do you think here on, on both sides, Vikings and Cardinals? Hmm. I, I believe Dalvin Cook does need a pretty big game this week. I think that will be important. I think it's mainly because we know that the Cardinals are going to – well, this dude's going for like – 76 sacks this year so he's trying to break yeah yeah. he's trying to break a record so you got him coming after kirk cousins who can't move so you're gonna have to do something to get the pressure off of uh kirk cousins i don't know if you know this or not but i hate him i cannot stand kirk cousins i don't like that guy i don't care who he plays for the vikings have slowly crept into like nearly the same hatred that i have for the Green Bay Packers, like it, 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 I almost hate them more, and I'm not sure if it's that that thing they have, that Viking horn that they have in there, and their their chants and stuff. I don't know what it is, yeah. or maybe just people from Minnesota is kind of weird, you know. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I don't. I, I dislike them a lot. So I think in this football game. Oh, Pat Patrick Peterson's coming back too. Like, is it a it revenge is. game situation I've, for I've him? I've seen a lot of revenge game situations, but he's like thirty-two and past yeah. his prime. But and uh, the kid from the Bengals, uh, uh, Jamar Chase, their their top five pick. I mean, he wasted him a couple plays on uh, Sunday. I mean, made him look bad. Um, so I, it's not the same Patrick Peterson as he as he once was. However. I'm I, I, I'm I'm kind of torn here because this is again this is just an overreaction line I feel like um, the Cardinals looked as good as anyone the Vikings were a big letdown um, you know this early in the week it started at four and a half so the money's already come in on Minnesota this line's been driven down to three and a half um, I'm inclined to take the Vikings plus the three and a half maybe not necessarily to win but I think it's going to be a close game. Um, and I don't really have a specific reason why. I, I, I just feel like these teams are closer to each other than what they were in week one. Um, you know, Minnesota, This game is in Arizona, it right? It is, yes. Yeah. See, I, I disagree. I don't, I, I don't think offensively that Minnesota can keep up with what Arizona can do offensively. And I think it's they're going to score points, and I just don't think – Minnesota, they've got a young offensive line. They're obviously going up against a, a hungry defense that, you know, they, they seem to be getting at it. I did not see any of the game because I was playing golf, but um, I just, I, mean, I, I don't have a. There's some guys. I mean, they still got Thielen and Jefferson, I mean, where they can put up some points. It all comes out of Kirk Cousins, though, right? It, it comes down to Kirk Cousins, and I don't have enough confidence in him. Which is fair. I honestly think that. This game, it, and it kind of has like blowout city written all over it in the Cardinals' favor. Like I, I, I would like I would take the cards by ten here. Like, should we look at the alternate line? <laughs> <laughs> perhaps we should. I just don't think this is going to be that close of a game. I don't think Minnesota is is going to be that strong of a team. It might be in the uh, in the division. It might be. A team that can compete because it looks like a pretty shitty division at this point. It does. So I mean, maybe they've got a chance, but I think with some of these better teams in the conference, I just I don't think they can run with them. 
Cardinals minus nine and a half would be plus two hundred. So there you, there's your there's your money maker for the week. There you go. So we're wildly opposing here. I'm, I'm taking the Vikings plus the three and a half. You're taking the the Cardinals easily minus three and a half. Um, I think I would probably go with the over if I had to choose. Um, but what, what is the spread? What is it? Fifteen and a half. Fifteen and a half. Fifteen and a half is. I I think. I think I would go over on that. Yeah. I do think if the Vikings lose, Zimmer's in some jeopardy. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Zimmer, was he, is he the defensive expert? Yeah, he came from uh, Cincinnati when they were with Marvin Lewis. He went, they went to the playoffs. He was kind of the defensive mastermind. Do you feel like uh, in his tenure that the defense has been like that solid i don't really no. i mean we play them twice a year i don't really ever no. think of them as like a strong i hear it talked about but i never really see it yeah that's a good point no i i i i think maybe a few years ago yes when he when they had bridgewater and uh you know they went to the playoffs i think that was a pretty defensive a pretty good defensive team but not for a couple of years i think it's now that's yeah they're picking up people like patrick peterson that are at the <laughs> You know, they're past their prime. That's a Chicago Bears move. That, that, well, it is. So that one we're uh, definitely posing on. Uh, next game. Buffalo at Miami. This one's really interesting because Buffalo lost to Pittsburgh, but they really – dominated the game for three quarters. I watched a lot of that game and, and Josh Allen was a little off. Steelers are pretty they're just pretty good. Um, you know, pretty good defensive team, but they outgained them by over hundred yards. They dominated the football time of possession, but they gave up a block punt in the fourth quarter where the Steelers scored. Um, Pittsburgh had a takeaway and then they scored after that. So it, it flipped really quickly. <clears throat> Miami, on the other hand, they were lucky to win. Uh, New England was driving for the winning touchdown. Damian Harris fumbled in the last, I think, three or four minutes right at the goal line, and Miami hung on for one-point win. Not that impressive. I have not seen enough from Tua where I think he's any more than a game manager. I know I had Drew on for the division previews, and he's a Dolphins fan. He just said he wanted to see more. You know, he gave the typical excuses you give for a guy that we used to give, like Trubisky. Yes. You know, like, oh, he's just not in the right situation. He's had injuries, yeah. you know. But, like, when I see Tua play, I, I don't see a top three pick. I just don't see it. Um, I heard a lot of people on him this summer about you know how how much of a beast he was going to be, and I I haven't seen anything that makes me yeah. think he's going to stand out. No, the, not yet. I, I think, it could happen in the right system, I guess, but I don't know enough about the Miami Dolphins. And to know that. why why would they be why would there be rumors about them trading for Deshaun Watson if that were the, if they were so high True. on Tua, you know, um, you know, and and this, the organization never came out denied the rumors, said that we're in on Tua. They never said anything when those rumors were coming out at the end of preseason. Um, I don't know why anyone would want to trade for Deshaun right now anyways. Um, right. Just unknown legal stuff. Um, but I don't trust Tua. I do trust their defense. Um, I, I do like Flores as a head coach. You know, it comes from the Belichick tree. So I, I think their defense is solid. But I, 
I just lean toward Buffalo having a a comeback week. I, I know you're big on Buffalo. I know you like Josh Allen, so I would I would lay the three here. I thought about this one for a second. It, it could be a trap, but I just I don't see the Bills starting zero and two. I think the only thing that uh, Miami has going for them in this game is the the heat down there in Miami. That's that's about the only because I, I I agree. I think the Bills will bounce back. And I believe they will cover that. I have three and a half. I don't know if it's still that, but it is three and a half now. I, I have them to cover the three and a half. Uh, I, I really like half points. Really like Allen. I like I like Diggs a lot. But can't run the ball though. They can't really run the ball. I don't know if it matters. It kind of mattered the other day though. I think it always matters if you can't run the ball. You got to have something there, and I don't think you can win just by. You know, primarily passing the ball, but maybe you can in the NFL now. The game's a little bit different, and I, maybe I need to get over it uh, <laughs> because it is nice to watch some ground and pound. And you know, those quarters that go by really quickly because all I did was run the ball. You don't see that much anymore. I, I think the Dolphins really need to win this game because I think to have any chance to to win the east they they're gonna need to to split that series with uh with the bills i just don't think this is going to be the week i think that loss to pittsburgh uh see almost undeserving in a way uh i think that that'll put a fire under the uh, the bills and they'll come down and uh, they'll cover that and i also i'm also going under the 47 and a half at least that's what i had it as was 47 yeah that's that's correct i'm with you there as well um, yeah, I'm not in love with the Bills' defense, but I, I think they're usually solid enough where this will be a, like a 23-24-17 type of game. Um, I, again, I don't expect Miami's offense to wow us that much with Tua. It is supposed to be in the mid-90s with uh, high humidity. So my God, it's going to be hot uh, to play football. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you'll get to see all those big fans and water and all that stuff. Those big fans are huge this time of year. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine having all that shit on? Oh, my God. I mean, I, I, I wear as little as possible on the golf course and I'm hot. I, you have a helmet on? Nope. That, maybe back when I was young, I would think that was cool. Now it's just like, give me the air conditioning. I'll just watch you guys. Well, we did have, uh, you know, we did have our flag football about ten years ago, where we we would play early, or late summer, early fall, and it got pretty hot out there. And we we did not have those big fans, you know, we didn't have that luxury of cooling down. <laughs> no, that was a pretty fun league, though. Yeah, a lot of a lot, lot of, of pretty severe injuries, a lot of animosity, and you know, a lot of things happened out there. And yeah, um, I, I remember I, I threw a football really hard at your back one time i don't yeah. remember why well it was probably because you're always talking I, shit i took four steps to push you down after you threw a touchdown or something and uh, yes it, it, it got a little out of hand but that's football you know i guess it's that's why we don't, don't do it. uh next game 49ers at the eagles i'm Okay, I might have to do like a full mea culpa on uh, Philadelphia. I, I, in the divisional previews with Mitch, uh, our guy Mitch, he, we were talking about the Eagles. I said, I, I thought they had a chance to be the worst team in the NFC. Um, I might be way off because that, that was my other overreaction was Eagles might be good. Uh, Jalen Hurts might be really good. I actually well, think he is really good. So 
what what impressed me though, and this is like the anti Nagy thing, is Nick Sirianni, new head coach. He he tailored the offense to Jalen Hurts' skill set. Like, oh, he's a really good runner. I'm gonna call some design runs. I'm gonna get him out of the pocket. I'm gonna th- throw some easy reads at him. They got a great offensive line. You know, they got the Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith. I was I was really impressed by the offense. Now they played Atlanta. Atlanta, I think, sucks. But um, I was impressed by the offense. Um, and conversely, the 49ers, they had the huge lead against Detroit. They kind of gave it almost all away at the end. Um, I did call Detroit to cover that game uh, last week, plus eight. They did it on the number. I guess it was a push. but um, So I guess the question with them, you know, they lost most of their running back for the season. I don't think that's a big deal. They've got a slew of running backs they can throw in there, which they did against the Lions. I guess it's always Jimmy G now, like, is he going to be able to, to handle, um, you know, what's being thrown at him? And I think there was some good, there was some bad against Detroit. So I'm going to hold my pick until I hear what your thoughts are. But I, I, I was really torn on this game to start. Well, look, I was talking to Davis the other day, my son Davis, and uh, I showed him the list of games that we were going to potentially talk about. And the, the first thing he said is, why, why are you even talking about that game? Because he was... In his opinion, this game doesn't matter to to anybody and to anything long term. Is but it because he thought one team was not good, or or both? Teams I were not good? I think he's still in the the Eagles are not that good. I think he thinks the Niners are going to win this game. Um, mm-hmm. I also think it's like how relevant, you know, halfway through the season are both these teams going to be? That's a good question. Yeah. You know, like, are they going to matter that much? So maybe, though. Maybe, I mean, maybe I think I overreacted putting this game on the, the, you, the five games. This is one of the top five overreactions <laughs> of the week is us talking about this game because they're both 1-0. But I, I personally, I don't uh, – I'm not a big Jimmy G fan. I think he's he's decent, but I'm just not a – I'm not a – I don't know why. I just don't like him that much. I, I do like Jalen Hurts. I do think – I feel like we should do like a quarterback list. I could just go down and you could just I just don't like him very much. You'd say that probably about 25 quarterbacks. Well, I, there's, but that's the way it is. Some of these guys will, will be really, some of these guys will be superstars. There'll be um, a couple that end up being like a Brady or an Aaron Rodgers, you know, that gets far, far enough into their career that they have, they've won shit and they have rings and they have, they have their past to back it up a lot of how good of a quarterback they are. Then there's a lot of guys that are, they get hot for a few years and they're in the right system or they avoid every injury. You know, I, both of these quarterbacks, I don't know yet. You know, I think they're, they both have potential. I, I think experience, I guess you could give to Jimmy, but, uh, but I like, I like Jalen hurts in this game. I like the Eagles in this game to cover um, or to, to um, yeah, I, I took them. I'm going to take them to cover at home. I like the fact that it's at home. Uh, Philadelphia is a fucked up place for sports, and if you, I mean, it's a tough place to win. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's it's like all you got to do is look at TikTok a couple times and and like fly eagles fly, and there's just people getting the shit beat out of them in the stands and stuff. Like I, there, there's zero chance I would ever go to Philadelphia with another any other team's jersey on. I mean, it's. I think it's ridiculous that it's like that, but 
those people are assholes over there, and I think it's a tough place to win. Well, and see, I don't. I, I feel that way about Detroit. And I told you that story. Right? I don't think so. Oh, or I was wearing a Cutler jersey. It was a huge. It was the first Detroit Monday night game in forever, and I, I was there with your best bet, uh, you know, correspondent Johnny, and um, it was like the, after the game, the guy was like, "Fuck you, Cutler! I'm going to kill you!" He was grabbing my jersey, and I was in a. We were in a swarm of people, and I couldn't. I couldn't move, and I was like, I was, I was fairly concerned. <laughs> Luckily, we had a. Do you think the guy actually thought you were Jay Cutler? I don't I mean, know. I, I mean, I don't know what was going on, but I was like, "All right, so wearing a opposing jersey to Detroit, not not the best idea." I, th- I think I have just stopped wearing any kind of team attire. I'll just go very casually. <laughs> that way, there's there's no chance that you're going to get pissed at me for wearing a jersey. I am. I think it's ridiculous that it, it comes to that, but. It's a violent world we live in in, in sports. But going back to that, I think that's going to help uh, the 49ers uh, <laughs> lose this game this well, week. Well, I'm, I'm with you. Back-to-back road games, uh, Philadelphia home dog, getting getting three points. Uh, I, I, I thought about this one all the way up until this point. I, I've gone back and forth. I think I'm going to take – I'm going to go with you, take the Eagles plus three. Um they're five and one at home against the spread in the last six games, and Niners are three and seven in their last ten against the spread on, on the road. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think plus three is good. I would even take a, a, a shot at the money line at plus one forty. Um, go Eagles. Last game. Yeah, I'm not really uh, real fond of the Eagles. I mean, I, I there's 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 no reason for me to be, but it's just it's just kind of a team that never really seemed to matter when we were growing up. Like, they weren't a team that was really ever that powerful. Uh, no, but they, they've been relevant They've been a here and there. Team. I mean, obviously won the Super Bowl a few years ago with, with our, our guy Nick Foles. <laughs> yeah, I know that you know, obviously we have a Super Bowl quarterback on our team. That's and, right. And that's great. Um, I don't think he even dressed the other day, did he? Just out there No, the I'm close. like, what, what would happen if – those two got hurt. I don't understand what that, but they probably needed to start like another cornerback, you know, like us dress one more Jesus. shitty cornerback. I have to see more of Kendall Vildor. I guess he's going to be starting again. Well, I was going to say about, you, you were talking about how the Eagles head coach kind of built the offense around Jalen Hurts. So yeah. he's not a narcissistic fuck like Matt Nagy and thinks that his offense, his <laughs> offensive scheme is so great that he doesn't need to change anything. He kind of did the same thing with Mitch, you know, like what he didn't do with Mitch. when, when, if I still believe that if he would have let Mitch just be Mitch, he was going to make some mistakes, but you go back and you look at, you look at Brett Favre, how many interceptions that guy threw. It's like the interceptions are fine because you get enough great plays out of the guy. I don't know if Mitch, and, and Brett Favre just deserved to be in the same sentence. But at the same time, you'll never know because that's the type of player he is. And I believe that's the type of player that, you know, some of these, these kids are. I mean, a, a Kyler Murray, a Dak Prescott. I mean, these guys are they're different kind of quarterbacks. And you can't play the same kind of, of offense. So I just think, I, I guess I just don't want Matt Nagy as our head coach anymore. I was really big on this guy, and which is really disappointing. And I do that with the quarterbacks, do that with coaches, and it's it's well, always it a like letdown. F- well, I was going to say, it felt like the first time we had like a true offensive guru coming, but then I, I remember Trustman. <laughs> <the same>. Trustman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, Trustman was, he was 
so much worse than Nagy. That's how sad this is. That is, yes. And then we had John Fox. John who Fox. Who was just like. He just, just never even looked like he, he gave, just gave a, a shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever. <laughs> I mean, this has been, a, it's, I, it makes, makes you grateful for Lovey Smith now, how good he was. I, I love it. I mean, it, he was a defensive minded coach, you know, and I, I maybe that's. Let the offensive coordinator, bring in a coordinator and, and let him call the plays and just get a head coach out there that wants defense. I really miss having that kind of defense. Those years were so fun because you weren't really worried about any team coming in. Well, You're going to stop everybody. And we don't. We haven't had that for several years. You know, you've got like a couple good players, but you don't have that, that entire defense that's just like, you know, the Baltimore defense, the Pittsburgh defenses. I don't even know if you have that in the league anymore, though. Everybody's spending all the money on the, the offense and putting up points, and the game's changing. Well, yeah, and again, that's that's what I thought last week with Washington. You know, I thought they were maybe the best defense in the league, and even even they lose at home, um, you know, to a team that's just more of an offensive-minded team. Let's get to the last game. It is, I would guess, maybe the game of the week. I don't know. It's Kansas City at Baltimore. Uh, Kansas City favored by three and a half, over under at wow, 55 and a half. Uh, that's a little surprising. Uh, so, you know, we already talked about Kansas City, what they did against the Browns. Got off to a slow start. Still down nine early in the fourth quarter, and then they win the game pretty handily. Um, you know, Mahomes did the play where there was a meme going around Twitter Sunday where it's 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 it said fuck it Tyreek down there somewhere I'm just gonna throw <laughs> it and it's he was yeah. I don't know if you saw the play but he's rolling yes. his right fading away and it was stupid I think we got to see the last uh, five minutes or something like that I, I got home and uh, and Davis came over and we watched the last few minutes and I'm like well that that was bound to happen at some point yeah. and I I kind of caught the tail end of it I'm like how long was that and Davis like 75 yards and I'm like. Cool. It's just that easy. Just quick. I still have questions about their defense. I don't think their defense is very good. I don't. I don't, I don't think they can stop the run. That's the one thing in this game that the Ravens might be able to do, even just you know despite losing Dobbins and, and Edwards, uh, the kid that came in, uh, Tyshawn something. I forget his name. Lamar Jackson hasn't had the best success against this Chiefs defense though. Like. I don't think he's played his best. Don't know why. Sometimes it's just like that, though. And I don't. I. Wait, I think a lot of things need to happen for the Ravens to. They have so many injuries. Yeah. I mean, this could be. This could be like the year from hell for them. I mean, you know, losing their top two running backs, and now that they're out, their top two cornerbacks, uh, Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, just got hurt the other night. You know, Lamar played well most of that game against the Raiders, but then he, you know, a couple fumbles really cost him the game. I mean, they probably should have won that game. Um, I, I, I just wonder if they have enough, you know, firepower to keep up with the chiefs, unless they, they just try to sit on the ball and run the ball time of possession and, and, you know, try to win the game that way. That's the only way I think they have a chance. And it's, it's pretty unlikely that even with that, that they're going to have to be able to sustain enough drives and eat up enough clock, because they, the Chiefs don't need to be on the field long. The the, the Chiefs' offense to to put points no. up, and they're going to find a way to put points up. They're super dynamic and really fun to watch. It's just uh, I don't think this is the defense that's going to stop them. Yeah. So you like uh, KC minus three and a half? I do. Yeah. I do too. 
I would I would probably take the under, fifty five and a half. That's that's. I think so. I, I agree with that. I think maybe like a thirty seventeen or, you know, it, it's somewhere in that. I think it'll maybe even thirty fourteen. I don't. I just don't think. I, I think it, it all depends on how much control of the clock the Ravens get and and how many points that'll that'll determine how many points the Chiefs put on the board. What else uh, for Sunday? I have a parlay I'll give out here in a second. From you? I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have well, I didn't bring so, I, I uh, thought I thought you were talking about like what else to talk about. No, I mean do you have any other thoughts on any other games or, or I mean we've No ad nauseum about the Bears. Um, I have the Patriots money line at the Jets, that's minus two forty. I have the Seahawks at home versus the Titans. That's minus two fifty. And then I'm taking the alternate spread on the Texans at Cleveland. I'll take Cleveland minus seven. Um, I think the spread in that game is 12 and a half, but I'm going to tease it down to minus seven. So that parlay, uh, three teamers at plus 200. Uh, that's a parlay I'm going to roll with for the week. Uh, so I think we saw eye to eye on four games um, and then vastly different on one. Um, so that's it. That is week two. Uh, we'll put some our picks up on uh, Friday maybe and uh, see what happens. I was two and three last week with, with my picks of the week. Better than Cody, though, who's one and four. So, that's Norm McDonald died this week. Man, that was a tough one. And you know you're getting old that was a tough when your, your childhood heroes start dying. And it's like, apparently he was sick for a while. Yeah. Never knew it, though. I mean, I... Followed him on Twitter. He's pretty pretty decent follow on Twitter. I um, mean, he would give like the 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 hole by hole. Yeah. Like, PJ Tour huge stuff. golf like, fan. Yeah, better and all that. Yeah. Yeah. He he was a really cool dude. I've watched so much stuff on McDonald since well through two three o'clock yesterday when it came out. I mean, you know, he was on Conan a lot and Letterman and then all of his weekend update stuff. The um, Conan stuff was some of the best. So stuff. good. He, yeah. he he's he was just yeah. so naturally funny. And obviously, we we like Sandler movies, and he always seemed to squeeze in there. Right away, (laughs) there's so many things that, like the Billy Madison one, was the best. But uh, but yeah, he's he's kind of a big a big loss. Um, Not another thing that happened this week is is our buddy Dave Belleville went in the senior city here in Fort Wayne, and I'm sure you'll you'll talk to Dave. But like I. I do want to uh, anybody four wing golf related out there. It's uh, this is a pretty cool win for for every for the whole golf community in Fort Wayne. I mean, Belleville's been around Fort Wayne golf for a, a very long time. He's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, and uh, I couldn't be happier for him. It was it was really awesome to to see what he got done, especially uh, with the guy chasing him. Uh, <laughs> shooting 64 i mean that score when i saw the 64 i'm like get out of here i thought the 69 that dave put up yeah round one was good but uh looks like carl just ran out of holes and and couldn't quite catch him but Uh, yeah we talked uh zach johnny and i talked a little bit about last night and i think we just kind of echoed what you said like i mean really popular win around the fort wayne golf community i mean i mean i again couldn't find a nicer guy. Dave's the best. And, yeah, he's been on the podcast, I think, three times. And, uh, you know, 
definitely get him back soon to talk about that. But yeah, that was awesome. So congrats, Dave. And uh, yeah, we're all happy for you. So Tim, I won't have to compete against him this weekend. I, I know. Yeah. I've got the club. Big uh, Riverbend club championship. It's going to be a good weekend. If nothing else, there's going to be a, a lot of alcohol consumed. I'm sure it's going to be, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping to, uh, to improve on what I put up last year. It was pretty embarrassing in the club. So I've been working hard to hopefully, uh, just keep the embarrassment off the scorecard at this point. You know, just keep grinding. Well, it sounds like you've been making gains, so we'll see if uh, see if it translates into the heat of the battle tournament golf. Hopefully, have me on soon, and we'll discuss that some more. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get into the nuts and bolts of your golf game for sure. Because um, most people want to hear about that. <laughs> for sure. All right, man. Well, you know, it's good to have you back. It's been a long time. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was fun, it was really fun to be on the, the, the and just talk about football, just talk in general. It's it's so, uh, it's so nice. So football's back. Football is awesome. It's the best time of the year. You get the the, the Ryder Cup coming up in a week and a half. Uh, that's that's going to be we well, we, we got really a, good. We got a huge Ryder Cup preview coming. Mark Mark will be back with us uh, next week about that. Really looking forward to that. But when don't you? I mean, it's it's probably the best event in golf. So I mean, it's. We we talked about going to the uh, the next one. And, and yeah, I, I agree. It's yeah, next one in the U.S. is uh, twenty twenty five in uh, Beth Page. So I think that's I think it's just got to happen. Um, a lot of Brooks Kepka comments from yesterday. He came out in an interview and was talking about the Ryder Cup, not in the most positive light. So Azinger came out today and was saying if he doesn't want to be on this team, he shouldn't be on this team. It's, it was it's. You know, I don't know if it's the best chemistry stuff going into next week, but see well, that, I, how see much of that out. has how much of it? I didn't see his comments, but did it have anything to do with? Do you think there's? Do you think that the, him and Bryson even have the animosity that everybody talks about, or it's more know. just blown out of proportion? Like, I can't imagine that Brooks wouldn't want to be part of the Ryder Cup team or to have anything negative to say just because Bryson's out there. But two guys could hate each other that much, and I think it'd be. Kind I don't of think cool. Bryson hates him. Bryson just wants to be liked by everyone, and he's he's so, he's so off-putting. Hard to yeah, like. that's the problem. But he wants to be like this beloved figure in golf, and it's the opposite. Brooks, you know, I've said this before. He acts like he doesn't give a fuck, but I think he actually cares. About I think everybody kind of cares, even if they don't give a fuck. Like you still kind of care, and yeah, I see. D- DJ is the guy people think Brooks is. DJ really just doesn't care. He, he yeah. never says anything. He just makes. Yeah. I saw he made fifty-five million the last ten years. Uh, I saw that stat today. I'm like, he just goes and makes his money. He goes with Paulina, and like, he doesn't care. But Brooks actually does care. He just has this persona he wants to put on that he doesn't care, and that's that's my issue with him. As I think he's a little bit of a phony. I'm not know. a super big fan of either one of them. I, if I had to pick one, I would uh, pick Brooks just because he seems like more of a down-to-earth, like normal guy. I think yeah. Bryson just seems like he's just—he'd uh, he, be hard to handle. It would—it'd be like hanging out with uh, with Ramon all the time. Like you just—you just have to. <laughs> a lot of statistics, a lot of numbers going on all the time. Some shit you just don't want to hear about. Yeah. Well. You saw Bryson's playing in the, the long drive competition yes. after the Ryder Cup, and he's already talking about his, his hands are bloodied and they're torn up from all the practice. So I'm like, 
why why would he play any more than a couple matches at the Ryder Cup if this is the, what he's looking forward to? It just doesn't. I don't know. There is some red flags about the U.S. team. I'm still gonna pick them, but it's because I, they have so much more talent. But well, I'm not gonna be on for the show. I'm not gonna pick them. <laughs> I, honestly, Europe's like plus two hundred. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think there's some pretty good pretty good players uh, in the Ryder Cup. I mean, I like Ian Poulter so much. Like. I still, he's still probably one of my favorite golfers, and uh, I think there's. This is his event. Yeah, this I, is I, his event. I really enjoy watching him in this. So I'm not rooting for them. I just don't. I don't like what's going on with the U.S. team. It's weird. It's a weird year. It's not. There's not this excitement. It's like a. There's a weirdness around it, and it, it doesn't feel great. Well, see how it plays out. All right, man. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back. It was fun. Uh, check out our picks on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Thursday or Friday, and uh, we'll have the Ryder Cup show live. Not live, but it, it'll be. <laughs> you should have it live. I've thought about some live stuff, yeah. but we'll get there someday. It, but, if it was live to where people could like look at your face, and <laughs> I don't know if anyone wants that. It doesn't matter. We'll, we'll have, have we'll have the podcast live. You on can the put Ryder one of those Cup. bunny rabbit filters on or something. <laughs> as long as it doesn't, it's yeah, some other face to hide my face. Um, We'll have the Ryder Cup pod live Monday or Tuesday next week to preview that with uh, Mark and Johnny and potentially another guest. We'll see. Anyways, thanks for listening once again, and we'll see you next time.